You're listening to Coach Talk, a podcast about coaching for improvement in health and social care. Here you will meet several international experts and coaches to discuss challenges, opportunities, models and tools that might be useful when you coach others to make improvements. day in September and I am sitting here close to the lake Vetten and uh, looking forward to have a conversation with Agneta Jansmyr, uh, a big role model in Sweden uh, with her leadership for many years in the uh, uh, healthcare system and uh, I would like to ask you Agneta to introduce yourself. What With which words would you use to introduce yourself? Who are you? Yes, my name is Agneta Jansner and I am CEO in region and city council since 11 years. So rather a long time, but no one in, in Sweden at, at the moment who have been a CEO in, in, in any of the regions for so many years. And I have had a lot of colleagues during these years. I also worked with elderly care uh, earlier and have been in healthcare since uh, the 80s. And I remember back in history, I think it was in the beginning of the 19th something, uh, where the quality improvement, we were both working in Värnamo and uh, I think that was the first time I met you, where you were coaching uh, the, what we mentioned, the the cool quality and the leadership and development and how did you get curious about that because you was early in that yes. field yes yes I, I have always been interested in leadership and also in making things better as I think most people are uh, and in the early 90s we started in Sweden with a project in physiotherapy about quality improvement and uh, it uh, was followed by several projects, in national projects in Sweden about quality improvement. And uh, we started working with values for the structure and to work systematically. And we learned a lot about flow charts and other tools. And I thought it was exactly what I had longed for and uh, waited for and started working in that way. Uh, at, at, at my home, at my own hospital uh, in the early 90s. Mm. I think it was so it started. Yeah. And if we, we will come back to, to your thoughts and within your leadership and so on, but you mentioned now your curiosity for learning and to, to really support a learning organization. Mm -hmm. what, what would you say about your uh, this how you have supported the learning organization and together with others and make it possible. Yes, you learn together with others and I think we have, we have really have the possibility to learn together with the best in Sweden and also with the best in, in the rest of the world. And uh, then we have tried to to uh, make the infrastructure at home, I think we can say, with really having meeting points, coming together, all our leaders coming together, uh, our nurses coming together, our doctors coming together, and uh, being in, in uh, 
different programs and do things together and also when they learn work with the project, work with the quality improvement project so they really do something uh, and also do it together. Mm. So you should mention something with this uh, because you have really lived as you learn uh, and say we have two jobs, we should do our job with uh, everyday work but we should also improve it for tomorrow mm -hmm. and support it to have also with this other countries and, and people like IHI for example. Yes. Would you mention something about some people there and, and what what you think uh, around this? What has that, this meant for, for the system? And yes, and I think uh, when we talk about learning, I think people like Paul Batalden and also Marjorie Godfrey have done a lot for us in, in understand learning and uh, to be able to have dialogues with them. They are coming here, we are meeting them at other parts of the world. It gives you so much to, to uh, talk with them and go home and try what they say. So we learn both from them and together with them. And then we have also had IHI with Mandorovic, Maureen Bissignan and now Derek Feely. And uh, uh, Tom Nolan I want to, to mention as well. And lots of networks from all over the world, Australia, Singapore, Africa, Great Britain, and a lot of them are coming here every year uh, to our Microsystem Festival. Yeah. And of course we have learned a lot uh, from them and I think together with them because yeah. I think they have learned from us as well. Yeah. I have a moment when we were in Orlando once and we were sitting in a meeting with Dogigi from Alaska yes. and uh, we were really inspired about that and I remember when you looked at both him and others we were in the meeting and you said we will do our Alaska in our context yes. in the region of Shepine. Do you think we are on the right path for that? I, I think we uh, I think we are. I think Alaska have uh, helped us a lot when we work with our Together project, mm -hmm. where we really want to, to uh, help people to take care of themselves, co-production, and we want a stronger primary care. Mm -hmm. And of course the system that really fits with the, mm -hmm. with the inhabitants' needs. Mm -hmm. And now we come to this uh, transformation and uh, to, to coach, to support, to influence a system, to, to create the possibilities for everyone to be part of it. What is your thoughts around that uh, to really make it happen? Yes, I think the most important thing you have in an organization is the values and to really talk about the values and, and live them and values together with the vision because everyone needs to, to know where, where we are going and uh, what we have to do the, the coming years. So the vision is very important. And then if we talk about leadership, because leaders are very important uh, to, to make it happen and I think it every every leader in, in, in uh, healthcare uh, must uh, understand everything we lead uh, to to uh, uh, 
because we want our inhabitants to have the best health care. Mm. That's what we are here for. Mm. And then I think leaders must, the most important things to do as a leader is to have the strategic goals and goals for, for, for now. And you have to follow them up. And then you have to act when it, it's not going the way you want to do it. Uh, and uh, to, to make it happen, you, you have to have dedicated staff. So you must make it possible for your staff to, to work. You have to have trust in them and you have to coach them in their daily work. Mm. But what you really must do as a leader is to, to have the goals, follow them up and act when so it's needed. Mm -hmm. And now it comes into this, uh, we believe, qualities as business strategy and uh, with all these visions and how we really, really are in a system where, where we are well known as we really work with making every day a little better for tomorrow. Uh, and to do this, uh, set up this culture, it's a long journey as we know. Uh, and I think with these values, you always talk about the values and the things you mentioned now. But to, to support a system with both the structure at the same time and the standardized work and the economics perspective mm. and to, to bring them together because Sometimes we, we are just, in that case, we just talk development and in another room we just talk finances and uh, structure mm. and standardize. So, so what's your thoughts around bringing the culture and structure, improvement and everyday work together? Yes, and I think that's what, it can go back to the 90s again, because I think that's what happened with uh, total quality improvement in, in the 90s, you really had all the things at the same time. And we have also had a lot of help with balance scorecard, where you're always looking both on, on the customers and the staff and the learning and the processes and the resources or the economy. And I think, I think uh, there are many, many organizations are doing the wrong thing, especially in, in times when, when it's a lack of resources because they think they can take the economics out and so now we have to cut the costs. And uh, I don't think you ever can cut the costs if you don't do it. In this, you, you must have the whole, all the, the parts you, you mentioned. You must work with it all all the time and it's not easy but I think it's the only way to and that means you can not only work with the improvement work or the processes because even every everyone in the staff also have to understand about resources and there is a lack of resources or we don't have all the money we want to have so everyone have to be not as much everyone, but everyone had to be in all parts of the system. I started to say that you are a role model with your leadership and you have been on a long time in this healthcare system. It's a really hard, hard job 
to, to really have all this perspective with you at the same time and keep calm and carry on, as yes. they say, yes. in some way. And I, I wonder a little about, we come to a little more the, the personal, Agneta, now, the, the skills you have as a lead, and we have listened now to values and all this, uh, to, to have this sustainability. Uh, how would you describe what, what is the skills, what is your way of, in your leadership, what is the ingredients you, you, because you can be very passionate, very engaged, you can go to details, you go out and listen to people, you know so much what's going on in the system, but on the same time you can have a distance so you can see it from the strategic level. So what, what is this skill, Sainetta? How, how comes? I think the most important things for leaders is to really care about uh, what you are doing and what your staff are doing because I think the people in the organization, they know if you care. So I think it's very important to be engaged and show you are engaged in, in, uh, in, in both what you are doing in, in healthcare and also in, 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 in the staff. And, and then I think it's uh, to, to also the values because you, you can uh, you have a lot of help from the values when you are working. You can I can go back to the values when I when there are problems or when I don't know what to do. You, I can go to the values and, and have have help from them. And then, of course, the dialogues and have a team and have people around you uh, who you can talk to and discuss things and have good dialogues with. It's very, very important. And then you have to have trust in them. And you really have to have trust in, in all staff. Uh, and to have trust, you must have transparency in, in an organization. Yeah. Then I have, the, the last year I have talked uh, a lot of, of calmness, calmness, not calmness, calmness mm -hmm. in, in organizations and in, in leaders because I think uh, it's important for both the leaders and, and the staff. There must in everything we are doing and uh, you also have to be calm and uh, take uh, take one, one thing at, at a time, sometimes. Mm. And listening, I must say listening as well, mm. because I think, uh, I think I have listened to a lot of people and uh, I learn so much when I listen. Mm. And uh, to, to keep this sustainability as a person, uh, we also talk sometimes about it's important to see when you're not are at work, you also need to, to, to be free. And, and what has been your interest? Well, how have you handled with this? So you're not having working every evening, even if I know you have a lot of hours all the yes. time. But, no, it's, but it's very important to do other things too. Family is most important and friends, of course. But also I, I read rather a lot of, of books and not only about work. <laughs> mm. and uh, being out in the nature uh, and uh, do other things. Mm. 
and we are in the same group for exercise and we believe yes. in this movement yes. and and I, I'm always so surprised because you are the you are the person who is have been most regular there and how you have handled that. But you really do your priority for what what yes. is important. Yes, I think you must make priorities when you have work which can take all your time. And phys I, I am a physiotherapist, so physical yeah. activities are very important. Yeah, yeah. So Agneta, I could sit here forever and talk because I think it's it's always so interesting when we have the dialogue. But I would ask you, we sometimes say to understand the future, you need to understand your history and you have not told us uh, over time what has been important in your way of thinking. What would you say, people who will listen to this is coaches, I think, in different uh, perspectives who should transform healthcare for future, what, what is your thoughts for the future? I think it's, it's very hard to, to know about the, the future, but it's very important to try to know about the future so you can start uh, planning what you want to do or what you can do. And then maybe you will have to do other things. But I think it's important to plan and, and have a picture of the future and uh, what we can see we, we will not have more resources in the future so we have to work in new ways I think it's very important to get everyone to understand we, we will not do things like we are doing them now we will find new ways with the digitalization and uh, co-production and then things we do not even think of today. So we have to prepare and I think we have to prepare all staff and we have started trying to, pre to, to prepare our leaders to, to the future. What can we do when we do it, uh, gathering them together in, in networks and talking about future and also talking about how we are doing today. because. Some things I think we will, will be the same and if we think about quality improvement and about values and structure and working systematically, I think the last 20 years we have been able to have the same values and, and uh, culture and also structure and, and work systematically. have. We have been able to keep to it for 20 years and I, I think we can go on keep that and from, from this uh, prepare for the future and try to use the things we know now and make them better and better and then be ready to, to find the new ways. Mm. Oh, it's really wisdom. Uh, Agneta, I would like to, to start the end of this dialogue and I would ask you if you should mention what has been joy for you and what are you proud of? Um, uh, I think it has been joy to, to work in healthcare and work together with people both in my own organization and also work with people in other parts of Sweden and other parts of the world. It's fantastic to, to have to, to have had this work for, for so many years. And um, 
I'm, I'm proud of, I'm, I'm very proud of, of healthcare in, uh, in Sweden, of course, but in, in uh, Jönköping especially, Norwegian Jönköping County, because we know we have, we have among the best healthcares in Sweden, and we have the best hospitals, and we have a very, very good primary care. And we also have the, the healthy, our children have the healthiest team in Sweden. So I think we, we, I think we can know we have done a good job for many, many years now. And we have been able to be among the best for, uh, for several years. Uh, so I think there is, there is a lot in, in this uh, way of working. And then I think, oh, I'm also proud of uh, uh, our research work. We have tried to, to work with research. We are not one of the biggest countries in Sweden, but we have tried also to work with research and work together with the universities to, to learn more and to make it together with them. Mm. So that, yes, and mm. also uh, I can mention also open. We have the open comparisons in, in Sweden, and the quality registers. So we really know we we really can uh, compare us in in Sweden between uh, different hospitals and different countries or or regions. So we we really know uh, how we are doing, and we can uh, all the time really uh, see if we have been better or, or worse since last year and uh, I used to say, I, I can end with what I used to say because I think it's um, very important to understand because if you want to be among the best you have to be the best uh, improver. Thank you Agneta. So with this lovely conversation we will say keep on learning, help others and have fun. Thank you. Thank you, Annette. This podcast is made by Kulturum Design and Learning Center in Sweden. <laughs>